Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake B. Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1 866 826 1340. And now, here's your host, Gene Hodge. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, place where we try to help all of you out there to find something that you like doing because you do what you like doing anyway. But anyway, I'm here tonight with my trusty, my trusty engineer, Mr. Tommy. Mr. Tommy, how you doing this evening? I'm doing very well, Gene. Good to see you again. Oh, yeah. I'm having a good time, and things are moving right along here. But anyway, for those of you listeners out there, and all of you veterans, but those of you not familiar with the show, we have a little clip that we're going to play for you to kind of give you an idea of what the employment opportunity is all about, whether it's for individuals that are looking for employment or for entrepreneurs, but we're going to let you know what the Opportunity Hour is all about. Tommy, if you got it, let it go. This is the only show in America that I'm aware of that represents all of you who work out there. So if you work, I want you to know that I know that you exist. And that includes your people that are unemployed, the professionals, the teenagers, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the seniors, the gay people and the gay population, those that are bisexual, transsexual, whether they want to be a boy or a girl, or plus the immigrants and the Native Americans. If you work in this country, I want you to know that you make up our I work for us, and I salute all of you. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a 
a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. You are welcome to watch me do the show. And simply by going out to our Tan Talk radio network, which is tantalk1340.com, you can find that, find Opportunity Hour, and you'll find me. But I suggest that you watch me to do the show because this show is all about finding enjoyable employment instead of a job. And the reason I say that is because I want you to see me. Because you have counselors, career coaches, HR individuals, and many others that are telling our most experienced workers that help make this country not to put stuff on your resume because it's going to date your age. As if we're not going to see you when you show up. And so I want you to see me to do the show. You just got to hear in my background. And I want you to see me. I want you to look at me, my scars, bumps, my color. My hair is beginning to thin out, all that sort of stuff. I want you to look at me because I know we see you coming, we see you going, we see your front side, back side. We see all of you before you get a chance to open up your mouth. And so that's why I want you to see me do the show because I want you to know that we see you. But more than that, I want you to get paid for your level of experience. I want you to get paid for those years. I do not want you thinking you are worthless as a as a more senior professional or experienced worker, but also for you entry-level workers. I want you to know you count. And so I want you to know that we see you. You can't really hide anything. Okay, so you just got your hearing that. You see me, and hopefully you heard my background. And I want you to know that somebody's choosing me. Somebody has been choosing you if you're working. And if you're not working yet, somebody's going to choose you again. Or somebody's going to choose you anyway. So it's important to understand people choosing you to do what we see in you because you cannot see you. And so that's the reason I want you to see me and watch me do the show. But anyway, tonight I am going out on a limb tonight because of uh, because of what I want to present on this show. Uh, uh, tonight I want to talk to you about jobs within school systems. Okay, and school systems are a vast of jobs that serve thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, and they're made up of human beings, just like me and you. However, there's a shortage. And so, tonight's show is dedicated to helping improve our educational system in public education through various types of jobs. And so I'm just going to tell you this, then we're going to go to a break because i got a guest coming on, a surprise guest, actually. But but if you'd like to know... If you want to know something about the available jobs within your school system, within your county, just go out on the Internet and type in jobs in that, that school system, a job in that county. I'm in the Tampa Bay area, so we 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 serve a part of a part part of a county called Hillsborough County. There's another one called Pinellas County, 
that our station reaches and much more. But if you want to find out what jobs are available, go out and look. There's an awful lot of jobs available because school systems are having a tough time finding the right people. And obviously, it's affecting the people that we are trying to help and grow and put out and making up our workforce. And so I'm going to give some suggestions for the school system tonight. It's all centered around jobs, but I'm going to give you some suggestions. And that's what I want you to know is that tonight's show dedicated to jobs within, within our educational process, but more so how can we improve the outcomes of those jobs, which is what I'm going to talk about tonight. But anyway, we have a special guest coming on tonight. And is he on? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you who this person is even bef before to a group. Uh, before we go to a break, his name is Mr. Dukes. I call him Mr. Dukes. It's Heinzman Dukes. Mr. Dukes, are you there? Yes, I am, Mr. Gene. I'm glad to be here. And I didn't know I was a special guest. I just thought I was a regular old guy. Well, you're, well, you're special because you've been away for a while. Mr. Dukes has worked with me on this show. He's been out for a little while, and we talk all the time, and I wanted to include him in. So he's a special guest, plus he's... <laughs> He should be here, but he can't be here right now. That's all. Anyway, Mr. Dukes, tell us a little bit about who you are before we get into tonight's subject area. Okay, Gene. Well, glad to be here. Glad to be back on the air with you. I'm Thank sorry you. for circumstances that I'm out, but my name is Heinzman Dukes. I'm a retired military guy. I'm a retired Florida, uh, state of Florida, Hillsborough County school teacher. <laughs> and I had my own private business for 18 years so that's that's my status i'm married four <laughs> kids well three kids now we lost one a couple of years ago uh married with uh and matter of fact all my kids are teachers wow. my oldest my youngest wow. son okay. the principal in fort lauderdale area uh, my oldest daughter she is a special ed teacher in uh Sugar Hill, Georgia, mm -hmm. and my baby girl, she's a teacher here in Israel County. Okay, well, we, anyway, we're glad to have you, but I invited Mr. Dukes on the show because I want him, because he has a teaching background, and and uh, like you said, his family is involved in teaching, and so I want to get his thoughts on some suggestions, and I want to offer some suggestions and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, before we do that, it's time that we go to a break because I want to talk to Mr. Dukes at length. Anyway, so I just want you to stay tuned. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour here with Mr. Dukes, and we're talking about education improvements as it relates to jobs, and we'll be right back after we're from our sponsor.
employers. If you are looking for training that improves employee productivity and morale, call HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. They use a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. Their process improves productivity and morale for jobs in a diverse global workforce. We define this as workforce optimization. This portion of Employment Opportunity Hour is brought to you by Web Dynamics for You. Need a website? Web Dynamics for You are professional web designers who can handle all of your web services. Check them out at the website www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Or call them at 1 866 530 2135. Again, the website is www.webdynamics, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Mention that you heard of them at the Employment Opportunity Hour and get a 10% discount. Right here in America. Right here where they say you can be who you want to be, do what you want to do. I'm going to see if I can do something to help make that happen. And hopefully some of you out there are trying to do the same thing. I'm here with, I'm here tonight with Mr. Heinzman Dukes on the phone. And my, my, my co-host, actually, he's just out today. But anyway, Mr. Dukes, are you still there? Yes, I am, Gene. Okay. I even got you up online. Is that right? Okay. Well, tell me how good I look. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's good to know because, like, because I'm working on looking at the camera instead of looking someplace else. Anyway, so let me know about that. But anyway, all right. I thought of tonight's subject because of uh, because of something that happened in the news a few weeks ago. Our president, Mr. Trump, talked about a school system being one of the worst school systems in the country. And, and the city that he named was Baltimore behind Detroit, Chicago, I believe. But either way, I started yes, to look right. at that. And, and I came up with some thoughts as to why is this one of the worst school systems in the country versus being one of the best. Anyway, so I went out and did a little bit of work, and so I'm going to talk. I have some suggestions on how we can make that mostly the best. But the other reason is because those systems involve, or those cities involve a lot of minority individuals, of which I believe our system is supposed to be preparing our humans, our individuals, for places in the workplace. And so... I believe that without good education and training, you can't get good jobs. Anyway, and so, so, so that was the reason I decided to talk about the show tonight. And one of the, one, one of the things about the Hillsborough County system, they have a need for bus drivers right now. Because they're really short, a large number of bus drivers. So, so if you know someone or somebody like you would like to drive a bus... Their job openings. However, that led to something else, though. It, it led to what is going on within our school system. Okay, so I've gone from looking at a school system into 
we'll talk something about certain jobs within the system, but now getting down to the actual job in terms of how do we prepare our individuals. And so I'm just going to talk briefly about uh, getting our children or jobs that get people into school and how do we educate our individuals in order to get them out of school, meaning just high school? Because there's a big problem there with a lot of dropouts. And those individuals that are in place, they have jobs. Anyway, so so now let me lead into the jobs because it kind of relates to the problem. My, my concern is how much investment is our current government or system putting into public education and public schools? And I say that because... Those individuals who are in charge of that, they have jobs. Those are like your school boards, your politicians, your employers. And so how much, how much investment are they putting in to produce workers? Anyway, so that concerns me since I'm here to talk about jobs. But also, who or we or you, how... What are we preparing our children to do? Okay, that's the big question. What are we preparing them to do? So Mr. Dukes, I want you to think about that because I know you may have some thoughts on that. And then who's going to prepare them? Okay, from, from getting them to school, which is where the bus drivers come in, to getting them out of at least high school, which is where the teachers come in. All of those functions are labeled with jobs and job titles. But anyway, once we once we understand who's going to help them, what are we getting? What are we getting them once they get out of school? Where are they going to go after that? And so, so that's a big problem for our country. It's a big problem in most major cities across the country. And, and so, I'm going to I'm going to address some of the problems with some solutions. And Mr. Dukes, yes, sir. Uh, you have anything to add to that as, as far as the problems that you see? Because you're right there in the forefront or have been. Well, when I was in the school system, I see that, James, you made a point. What are, we, what are we investing in our kids? And the first investment, I believe, from my perspective, we should have a good investment in the personnel or the people that transport our kids to school. Mm. Uh, I I didn't I wasn't well aware of the uh, the pay scale for our drivers, <laughs> and I, until I looked into it, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, because as you said first, our higher up echelon, our high leaders, they get paid a good salary. Yeah, and they supposed to make all the decisions for us down on the lower level. But our drivers that goes out early in the morning, pick up these kids, especially, uh, let me use the, what we call the AB kids, the outstanding kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kids get picked up between 5 and 6 o'clock in the morning. Wow. They travel almost one hour. Some wow. of them travel a little more than one hour. Wow. To a school. And... A person has to be well-rounded and well into their job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think these drivers are 
they they are driving for they are driving because they're getting paid because they don't have they don't have a good other job. But our drivers should have should be paid at the top of the scale. They've got our children in their hands. I thank God that my children all graduated and gone. But the thing is, all these children I have here belong to me. Because as an adult, I have to help somebody else. And I think they need to look at first. Transporting our kids, they put cameras on the bus so they can check the behavior of the kids. And a lot of that is not controlled because we have drivers that are not truly, truly interested in the kids. Mm-hmm. They're picking up the kids because they they got a job. They have a job. job. I think it should be more. It's just like uh, the athletes. Athletes get paid millions of dollars. The teacher only get paid crumbs. But we the one that make those guys become athletes. Mm-hmm. And when we look at our system, as you said about the president earlier, the East, he, he named Baltimore, which is one of the... Worst condition, he said, very deployable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something wrong here somewhere. And it's got to, it, it needs to change all got, the way from the top down. Right. I got some suggestions. Hopefully you do too. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to mention them just yet, but I got some suggestions as to how I could see visualizing, making making our school systems a little bit uh, a little bit better in terms of outcomes. Yeah, but getting back, getting get, getting back to the school bus driver, though, I look when I went out and looked that up, and, and they're making a little bit of, they've been around thirteen dollars and something an hour. And I believe you can make more money at Walmart. I'm not sure, but 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 that's not what I would call an investment in mm-hmm. making sure that the children are getting the best. Start getting the best people, whether it's, whether it's in the low-income school or, or in a high school. In a high-skill school, it really doesn't matter. I just think that it's a, it's a wage, but it's a low wage considering what we expect them to do and what we expect to happen to our children once, once they're transported to a place where somebody's got to pick them up from there and then try to train them. And then also on that, Mr. Jane, I noticed when I was in the school system, some of the bus drivers are overworked. Mm-hmm. Number one reason, as you said earlier, we have a shortage of bus drivers. Mm-hmm. Why do we have a shortage of bus drivers? You mean, Kevin, we don't have qualified people that can drive a bus, cannot be trained to drive a bus? We we have training for That's why we're sending kids mm-hmm. to school to be trained to have a job. So if we got people hired on to be, to be bus drivers, they should be trained. Well qualified, yeah. and the main thing is you said, a low pay grade doesn't draw the good people to be yeah. good, uh, bus driver. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one thing. So anyway, anyway, I have some solutions because I know we're going to run out of time. But I have some solutions. I'm just going to tell you what. I'm not going to go into them in detail, but I got. Uh, I have about six solutions that I want to mention, and Mr. Dukes, if you got any more, write them down because I'm going to hear from them. I want to hear what they are. We fall on the break. Anyway, I got some solutions okay. for teachers in the public school system, especially those in the K through 12. I have some comments for the parents that are involved because the parents are are the ones that are supposedly trying to get their children to do better. Anyway, uh-huh. so the parents got to be involved. And right. Offering some, got something on 
on training the parents so that the parents can understand how to work with school systems. I have a suggestion on inviting in our leaders. Anyway, that, okay. that's another one. And uh, mm -hmm. the other one is, uh, let's see. A suggestion of offering parents classes on how to perform their own jobs. And I have, a, have another one in terms of giving students homework assignments that involve performing tasks, not taking tests. <laughs> anyway, and then the other thing is, is who to invite into these meetings by which they can hear about the problems. I have some suggestions for that. And anyway, so I believe if, if I can address those, and Mr. Dukes, you can address yours, or we have time to, have time to put them in, I believe we could at least offer a different approach for people to look at how do we improve our schools. I'm just going to say that school is just a building, so maybe the word school is misleading because humans are the people that we need to do the job. Okay, there's no such thing as a bad school. There is such thing as a bad teachers. Mm -hmm. There's such thing as good teachers, but there's no such thing as a bad school. You know, where somebody else says they got a rating and all that. It's the people in the school. And somebody needs to yeah. say that so we, we can help those people find jobs that they'll enjoy instead of just doing jobs because many of them just have jobs. But anyway, you're going to hear more about that right after we come back from our break because I want to spend the rest of our time talking about these solutions, Mr. Dukes, and any that you have as well. And I'm going okay. to run through mine, but I'd like to know more about yours. But let's, let's just take mm -hmm. a short break, and we'll be right back, if you can hold on. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. We have great news for you. We have the opportunity to promote the Employment Opportunity Hour and the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour with support from you. If you have a business, a product, or service that you would like to reach a greater market to increase your sales, visibility, and profits, we can help you to do that by reaching over 3 million people in the Tampa Bay market. If you have a need for a larger market, WTAN and the show can promote you on the West Coast and the Los Angeles market, reaching about 20 million people. If that's an interest to you, send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call WTAN and just ask for Gene Hodge. They will connect you to me. We look forward to helping to promote your business so that you can increase your sales, profit, and visibility. We can do that by you offering contests, by offering special promotions, by giveaways. And these are some of the ways that we can help you to attract the people that you're looking for. Again, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job, to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. 
but also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a, a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Schein. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I Shine. 123 at cs.com. That's I S C H E I N. 123 at cs.com. It's all the things you find yourself doing when you aren't working, unless you have an enjoyable job. Anyway, so I'm here tonight talking about some, some solutions that may help out our, our elementary and high school educational process. Mr. Dukes, are you still there? Yes, I am, Jim. Okay, I'm not sure how we're going to do this, but we'll kind of play with it. But I'm just going to mention probably 20, 20 or 30 seconds I'm just going to go through each 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 topic that I have, any topics that you may want to add to it or, or add in something that I didn't add. <laughs> All right. Go right ahead. Okay. okay, anyway, something for teachers. I'm going to suggest that all teachers in public schools stop buying supplies with your own money. You're plainly just stop buying school supplies. <laughs> because the leaders aren't investing in you. Now, obviously, they already know you're going to spend some of your money trying trying to help the other students. And so one way to get them to look is stop buying. Anyway, so Mr. Dukes, you got any thoughts with that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, Jim. I've mm-hmm. been there. <laughs> and it's very hard to try. It's a very hard thing to not to do if yeah. you're a teacher in that, in that position. Because there's things that you need, that your students need. Mm-hmm. to try to make their subject more interest and also that the student would pay more attention. Yeah. And, yes, they do uh, give you a small 
stipend, I would say, mm-hmm. just supposed to help you to buy things for your classroom. But let me, uh, I don't think it's changed since I've been out of the system. Think about what can you buy with a hundred dollars? And how much time you got to spend buying? And and you got <laughs> you got eighteen to twenty five students in your class. Mm-hmm. And just for instance, folder when Office Depot or Staples, or sometimes Walmart is cheaper, and folder sometimes are down as low as twenty five cents a piece. Mm-hmm. That's quite a bit of money that you got to spend, and they give you a hundred dollars supposed to help you to buy enough stuff to last you for nine months. Mm. And I was just told recently by my daughter, who just went to work for, for full time this year, that in her school she's given a hundred dollars, but she got to spend it with a specific place. Okay, what, what, that doesn't matter. It, it shouldn't matter. What what kind of solution could you offer? If you're going to give them the money, let them spend the money where they can get the best price. And if you if you really want to track it, they can always bring receipts mm-hmm. to show you what they bought for the classroom. Great. And that's where it was when I was in the classroom. Great. My little hundred dollars. I mean, there's a lot of lot of lot of years out of my twelve years that I taught. Mm-hmm. Hundred dollars never covered anything as far as what I needed for the classroom. Well, good to hear it from a former teacher. <laughs> now you said, don't do it. Hmm. Well, if you're the teacher, I, just the way I feel, if I'm a teacher in the classroom, and if I got to go to the office and ask the office, I need two hundred dollars. They say, well, you got to go to, you got to put a budget in, you got to wait for them to approve it, if it get approved. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's better for me to take the two hundred dollars out of my pocket to buy what I need for my classroom and have happy students. Mm-hmm. Students don't care where it comes from. Mm-hmm. All they want to, they all they want to know that you care. Right. And most teachers, most real teachers, are going to do that. Right. And so that 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 kind of complicates the problem of who's really who's I guess who's really interested in you. I guess producing what you're charged to produce if they're not really supporting you at the top levels. Right. If you feel like that. And most and may I say and most 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 of the leaders know they know it's not it's not nothing new to this. They know that the teachers are spending their money out of their pocket. Good. But the thing I'm saying is mm-hmm. they also know that $100 don't cover what you need. Okay. And school supply doesn't supply everything mm-hmm. that every teacher needs. you got teachers with special requirements, mm-hmm. special uh, students who require certain things, and it's easy for the teacher to go and buy it, pick it up, and have it, and wait on the school system to produce it for them. Okay, do you have any other solutions for that? <laughs> yes and no, but uh oh, but wait. your your uh, your solution your solution is not gonna work because okay. most teachers are not gonna do that. Okay. All right. It's Let's a good go to solution. the next one. It's a good solution. <laughs> maybe not maybe none of these are work. Well, we don't work, know. We we're gonna, gonna stick them out there anyway. Okay, the next one was yes, get pa- get parents involved. I've I made a few presentations at like PTA associations, and the person says we can't get the parents involved. Only one or two parents there. My suggestion is is that if they're paying somebody to get parents together, they can't do it. They ought to get rid of that person. And they should find people who are good at and enjoy bringing people together. That, well, that that again, you know, I can chime in on that. Again, we have what we call APs personnel supposedly do that. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to call these parents and 
to get those parents to come. We have they have special sessions for the parents. We call parent night. Mm-hmm. Normally, Gene, the people, the parents that shows up are the ones you really don't need to talk to. Mm-hmm. Their children are doing good or progressing or whatever. The ones that are not doing good and you got problems with, parents never shows up. Okay. Well, I'm saying is that so you got to figure out a way. You got to figure out a way. The leaders got to figure out a way yeah. to get those parents there. Well, since this, this show is about doing what you enjoy doing, there are plenty of people that have excellent skills and abilities. They have a natural knack of attracting people, pulling people together. Those are the people that should be in that role. That's all I'm saying. Well, the qualification of whatever they they require is in the administration of teaching of a school system that put another mm-hmm. that's that why put another print in the system. That's why I'm offering suggestions that maybe the system has overlooked. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would like to think so, but after being there, I can say they they know. Yeah, they know. For some reason, doing. though, they they don't they don't pull it together. Okay. Though. Uh, all right. Anyway, another suggestion I'm offering is offer training at at the school level for parents, and the kind of training I'm talking about is. Is a type of training that that involves how can those parents talk to each other? And my suggestion is to set up a committee of parents that are representing kindergartners, middle school, high school, and uh, have a representative on that committee that can talk to all the leaders. And the difference is is that having these people talk to all the leaders instead of having the leaders talk to the people. Having the leaders, having the committee express their concerns, which means inviting in the leaders. Inviting the leaders into your meeting. And my suggestion is, right now there's some campaigns going on, political campaigns going on on TV, and we see all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, my suggestion is that... The, 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 the school committee invite in the mayor, head up the school department, the, the, the uh, state representatives, human resource representatives, employers. Invite those types of people into a meeting where you want to talk to them so that you got them all in the meeting so that you can talk to them because it's your meeting instead of arguing or over-talking each other. Have a committee that can talk that can talk to the leaders instead of having leaders talk to you. Okay, invite them in okay. to hear what you, what you have to say and, and have it organized so that they can respect you and you can respect them. Okay, one quick thing mm-hmm. I will say. What you just said is true. We have that. They have that in the system, G. Mm-hmm. But that's what the, that's what the PTA is for. That is called the parent association meeting where the mm-hmm. parents come mm-hmm. and they meet with the teachers but mm-hmm. here's the thing let's take no, you family. said teachers i didn't mention teachers at all i i know you did <laughs> okay I, i'm saying mm-hmm. but we have that they have that in the system where they have the parent meeting but mm-hmm. the parents don't show up and it, by by when i was in the system us teacher was required to show up mm-hmm. but if you only got four parents there and all the teachers you don't get anything accomplished. Right. And I'm, then what you said, mm-hmm. well, get the leader. Yeah, the leader. Well, let's take Hillsborough County. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many schools in Hillsborough County? Yep. 
I'm talking about the leaders like the mayor. I understand. That's the, what I'm the, saying. The, uh, so that the amount of schools doesn't matter. It matters that the leadership who has, who has to oversee all of those schools gets input from the individuals that make up those I'm, I'm not going to say the schools because the, the committee of parents represent their children, what uh -huh. they want to get out of the education. So my suggestion was just Correct. to invite all of those people in, the political leaders, the head of the school board, those people to hear. Well, to, what I'm saying is to hear you, you leave you the teachers a, out of it. <laughs> you got a, you got a county, largest Hillsborough County, mm -hmm. and you try to get the leaders there to speak to what you just said to the parents. Mm -hmm. No, no, uh, no, 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 I did not say that. Okay. Now, you have a suggestion. My suggestion was the parents talk to all of them. Exactly the same. Uh, the same way you can look at the political race right now with all the candidates there, replace those candidates with the mayor, the head of the school board, the head of state rep, all those individuals. So one person talks to all of them. Or one committee talks to all of them. Not have mm -hmm. them talk to you at all. Uh, other than to answer your questions, that's okay. my suggestion. So, <laughs> yeah. I understand. But I'll take yours. That is, that's a great suggestion. That's a great suggestion. But to pull, uh, let's just say, if you said you took the superintendent, the mayor, mm -hmm. uh, who else in the county that the assistant superintendent, if you pull all of those into, uh. Emmeline Arena. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And let the parents or whoever represented come in and talk to them. I'll let them explain the situation to them. To see what kind of response we would get. Mm -hmm. well, that's and, my suggestion. I'm open to yours. Well, I'm just saying, those, yeah. as much as I've seen, I, they, the suggestion you're saying is good, and we have that, but the focus point is not there. Okay. It, it may be there. I've never seen the mayor, the school, the school chair board person, state rep, uh, the, the commissioners. I haven't seen uh, the leaders of the city council. I haven't seen all of them all together listening to a committee of people. Yeah, maybe no, I happening. haven't even when I was in they didn't have one out of the system. Anyways, I'm just offering some suggestions as to how can we yeah. re re do something how different. Talk, how can we do something different? Right. But those are just mine. Hopefully, hopefully you got you got some as well. <laughs> and the reason being is because the jobs that they have, those are jobs too. And so you can do your job better if you know what to do because somebody's directing you on how to do it, I would think. So all I'm suggesting is do it. It's the example might be in front of you, right in front of your eyes, just that we, we don't see it that way. That's all. Yeah. Anyway, that's just my that's suggestion. Uh, the other. And your suggestion. Yeah, the I other one was, like, like, like I said, ha have the committee talk to all of them at one time so that they're not doing any talking. All they're doing is answering questions. That's all they're doing. So you're not, you know, so it's just reversed that having one person come in, everybody's shouting at them and all that kind of stuff. Bring them all in so one person, one, one or two people can talk to them and ask questions. That's all I'm saying. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned about parent training. If they were trained properly to talk to people, they may get different responses. <laughs> anyway, but it has to happen through some training. Because obviously when we, with a lot of these rallies, uh, people end up stepping on each other and out talking and out shouting and all that sort of stuff. And it's hard to get stuff done that way. Well, I, 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 my suggestion would be that if you had a representative to meet with them, as you said, and let them listen. But I've seen where you have a problem with the representative meeting with them. The representative doesn't bring all the points before to the board. To the, the representative, I want to suggest that the representative be there to listen, not bring anything other than, because unless you know what to bring, you can't bring anything. So mm. anyway, that's just my suggestion. Oh, that's a good suggestion. Very good suggestion. And I hopefully all these are like far out suggestions. I just think they're all possible because this, this is how we improve things. <laughs> we That's true. Ask for the unknown. Uh, the other thing is to offer parents classes on how to perform their jobs better. Have the school system or somebody offer training to parents on how they can do their jobs better, those that have jobs. And if they don't have jobs, obviously they're at home, how they could do home better. But the reason is because if the parent gets it, they can pass it down to all their children, as well as understand the, uh, understand the jobs of the teachers. Instead of balling teachers out, you understand their job and try to help them. Anyway, so that was a, just another suggestion. That, that is, that's, that's, that's another good suggestion. And to be able to get the uh, parents into training for that purpose, to be able to help the teacher and help themselves. Mm-hmm. But most parents will tell you, I'm working. I got to work. I got to feed. Well, here's I don't the, have time to go to train. Mm-hmm. I'm only giving you my suggestions, though. And so yeah. all the reasons are part of the reasons we can't seem to improve our educational process. Most likely, right. if the parents have good jobs, they would be passing that down to their children. So obviously, if they're training, if they have those mediocre jobs, that's all they can pass down. But also their understanding of jobs may be missing, and that's why there's so many conflicts between education and the children. Maybe. But I'm just giving my suggestions. And hopefully they're far out enough to attract attention. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And other, the other suggestion I got is to give students homework assignments that allow them to go home and perform tasks. <laughs> like sweeping the floor, making their bed, doing something so that they can come back and say, I got this done. But not so much of that is understanding the functional skills and abilities that they are learning based on learning how to follow direction. Learning how to complete something so that they'll feel good about it. Don't mind talking about it. But obviously... If that's missing, then I'm just saying give the students something to go do. Because workplaces are all about performance. That's right. There ain't no A's and B's in the workplace. There's only performance. No, it's not. And so, so if these are just our children, how do we prepare them for what's coming? The outcome is we end up with school dropouts. That's right. We end up with, with less skilled individuals because of of not parents not having different types of jobs or even understanding their jobs in many cases. 
Because obviously, if the parents understood responsibility a little bit more, they'd give their kids a little bit more responsibility, and the student, <laughs> then the student would, would understand why the teacher's giving them responsibility. Mm-hmm. But again, these are just my thoughts. They have nothing to do with yours. And your thoughts, <laughs> and your thoughts are right on target. You know, you're right on. We had to do, we had and, to do a special uh, show with your thoughts. <laughs> but my thought is, after being sitting there and looking at it, the thoughts are getting it, getting it accomplished. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing I looked at to get it accomplished to be able to get those individuals to come and be a part of the mm-hmm. of the training. Mm-hmm. And, and that's part that I see is, is very difficult to get accomplished. It's not and difficult. Like you, you say, well, you, huh? It's not difficult because if you're paying people to do the job, if you hire the right people, they'll do their job. It's not difficult at all. It's just if that's not known, it's just not known. That's all. You hire people to perform tasks. Mm-hmm. So I'm just suggesting that I got the school system has a problem and they're trying to figure out so they've got to do something different in order to come up with a different result so i'm just giving out my opinion and then the last thing before our time is up because it is uh is to have the schools invite in hr managers and supervisors and people who have jobs so that they can talk to the teachers and parents about the jobs that they do not inviting in the entertainers and athletes and those individuals, but you can invite those in as well so they can talk about how to perform their jobs well because that's how they become good entertainers and, and athletes. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's just a topic of performing tasks in order to do it well. Because if you do right. it well, you get praises. You don't do it good enough, you get attitudes if you don't understand training and redoing something over and over again. Anyway, so I'm just suggesting some of these. That, that's a great suggestion. On my last statement, I would say is that now they do do that for the teachers. Well, it's amazing if the, stu- if the teachers aren't passing that down to the students in the classroom. <laughs> I don't know. I just know the result that I hear on TV and the results that I see in all, all the newspapers about certain educational systems and the outcomes. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. I know workplaces are based on outcomes. That's all I know. That's true. Yeah. But anyway, Mr. Dukes, our time's going to run out. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Gene. I thank you. I appreciate being on with you this evening. And I have a suggestion. I have a suggestion for you once you're off the air, though. Okay. Well, you got anything else that you'd like to share with our audience while we're here? Not right now on the situation. I I don't have any suggestion. After being there for a while, it's hard to come up with some good solutions to this problem. Well, I'm I'm glad you took the time out to come on and say hello. People people have been asking about you, asking what happened and so. And so I'm really glad you're taking the time out. I'm glad we can connect so that you have some time available right now. Yes, sir. You know, but thank I'm you. For, anyway, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. All right. Okay, we'll be talking. Okay, we sure will. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I think our time is going to run out either way. We got to. We've got two minutes left, and so, so, so I just want to mention, at the start of the show, before the show starts, actually, uh, there's, there's a promo that talks about, I'm going to give out a formula, and, and the formula is designed to help individuals find enjoyable employment. 
Okay, instead of a job. The formula is a self-assessment, assessing who you are, what you do, assessing what you're carrying, becoming aware of what you have in terms of skills and abilities. The second thing is learning how to introduce yourself or present that so the listener knows what it is that you know how to do. And the third thing is understanding this thing that's called networking. It's based on who knows who that knows who that knows who. And once they know who you are, what you want to do, and what you're looking to do, most likely they will help you find exactly what it is you want. And you'll never know what title is. And the reason you won't know the title is because you cannot see your future. Somebody's got to choose you and pull you into your future and give you something to add on to what you've already accomplished. But anyway, so that's the formula. It, understanding how to look at yourself in the mirror, know it is, know what you know how to do, and knowing how to tell others what you know how to do so they can think of things that you can do, and then being willing to step out there and go do it. Anyway, so, so, so I just wanted to share that with you. But anyway, we had Mr. Heinzman Dukes on the show. He's my co-host. He's been out for a while. He's got some, he's got some issues. But, but, but he's going to be chiming in from time to time. We'll be able to hear his comments and all of that. But anyway, but bottom line is I hear the music, which means it's time to go. That Frank Sinatra, the song called My Way. I want you to know that all the things you find yourself doing that you enjoy doing, you have been literally doing it your way all of your life because you've been making the choices. What I want you to do is to understand somebody is looking for you to keep doing what it is that you do. And I want you to go out and tell everybody what you want to do so you can get paid going to do it. Mr. Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. And we're out of here and enjoy your week. WTAN, Clearwater. FM 106.1. WDCF, Dade City. FM 102.3. WZHR, Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.